read. Remember what you heard first, this is D, International Sunny G, coming at you live on another episode of That Tramp Talk. Today, we got not only a very special guest in the building, but I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, SoulLive.TV. Say hello. Hey, hey, hey. Today, we have a very special guest in the building. This gentleman is a father. He's a hustler. He's an artist. He's a creative. And he is an HIV survivor. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the one, the only, you. Ankra! Ankra! Welcome to the Trump Talk, How y'all doing? How y'all doing, y'all? Fantastic, man. How you feeling today? Fantastic. I said I'm blessed, man. I woke up. Woke awesome. Up. Great day. Thing. Great blessed man. Yeah. So, Hugh. Um... You're a survivor of HIV. You're an HIV um, knowledge advocate as well. Uh, I definitely appreciate you being here. And hopefully we'll be able to um, learn some things and share some things. And uh, it'll really be dope hearing your story. I'm really excited to have you here, man. Thank you again, man. Y'all know how much I, especially you, Tram, because when you hit me on Instagram, I was like, what? Huh? <laughs> this man <told> out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I, I see I, I see things. I see things in my all of my guests are are, are chosen, man. Very, very cherry picked, hand selected, like it's um mm. I feel a certain connection, you know what I'm saying? So who, who whomever I have on here is is uh is for a reason, you know what I mean? And uh, right. and this time right. is no different, brother. So, first question. Um, tell me about tell me about your business endeavors. Let's start there. Let's start with your entrepreneurship. What's the name of your brand? What do y'all do? Uh, my brand, my company name is MC2H. My contribution to humanity. And if you got a moment, I can explain. Please, please do. All right. All right, um, in Alexandria, you know, um, basically, I... Alexandria I where? Virginia. Okay. 10, 15 minutes from D.C. There we go. You got to remember, we have a global audience, so it's yes, not it's the United States situation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Please. All right, sorry. I'm from Alexandria, Virginia, 10, 15 minutes from the district, Okay. So uh, one of my, I'm a seven-time felon, dope boy shit. Okay. When I came home off a of three-month junk, Alexandria had a white girl. White girl took good care of me. Hey. So that next day, I, had to, I used to have dreadlocks, so I had to get my dreads done. So I get in the truck, call my man Kevin on 22nd Street. Kevin, oh, you, when you get home yesterday, man, you ain't gonna call. Yeah. Hey, tell Lena. I'm on my way to your house. Kevin like, nah. Lena told me to tell you she gonna do your head down at the shop on MLK, right across the street from the uh, the big chair. Bank now Lena, Lena's the white girl. No, no, Lena's the uh, the girl that's gonna do my hair. The white okay. girl name okay, is okay, okay. Melissa. Okay. Melissa. Okay. So Lena's your hairstylist. Lena was my hairstylist. Yeah. Okay. But Lena said she's not gonna do her my hair at her house. She gonna do it at the shop. Okay. The shop is right there on MOK, right across from the big chair at Bank of America. Okay. So I'm like, oh, okay. Because I already knew because my ex-girl went there to get her hair done. I had to take her some money. So I already knew what type of females was in there. So when I went in there, I looked. I'm like, ooh. So when I sat down, I mean, I cased every female. I could have I picked any one of them females in that shop. But nah, not my dumb ass. I picked my destiny. Slim was right in front of me. She had on like some jeans, a little green shirt, sandals. So I told her, I said to myself, like, damn, I just want to fuck one time. Oh, no. Nah. It's going to be two years. It's going to be hell. Because I didn't know it was going to be hell until after me and her were done. So when I was getting my hair done, I was like, I need to say something. So when she was doing that girl's hair and she spit during the chair, 
we locked eyes. See, I got a thing with locking eyes. I could talk to a female just by locking eyes. You know what I'm saying? Love so by first sight, sort of. But first sight. Hey, <laughs> first sight. So when we locked eyes, I was like, oh, okay. But I still didn't know where my balls was at. You know what I'm saying? So when I left the shop, I called Kevin. Now Lena's home. I said, kid, he said, yo. I said, dog, please. He said, what? I said, I'm trying to find out who that girl in the shop. She had a green shirt and them light jeans. So Kevin went like, Lena. She's like, yeah. He said, who the girl down that was working at the shop with green shirt and light jeans? Lena said, oh, he talking about karma. That's her code name, because I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Okay, karma will be a perfect name for her. Yes. I'm aware. I am aware. Yes. I know what yes, it is. You are, she, she, can, she can turn around and sue me. Hey, yeah, so enough then over here. Anywho, so so she was like, oh, karma. So Kevin was like, oh, karma. I said, kid. He said, what? I said, dog, man, get that number. He said, all right. So now it's two days out. I'm driving back down Dale City. I pulled over at the shell on uh, Dale Boulevard. Kevin like, hey, yo. I said, yeah, what's up? He said, you got a pen? I said, Kevin, what the fuck you mean do I got a pen? He said, dog, you have a pen. Boop. It hit me. He must got this girl number. Hold yes, on, So I got the pen. I wrote the joint down. I said, Kevin, call you back. All right. Watch this, y'all. Phone rings. She picks up. Hey, Tom. Yeah, who's this? Hugh. Oh, hey, Hugh. What does that mean? Bitch, you were waiting for me to call. In my yes, book. In my book. Okay. So we was talking, and keep in mind, I had a girl. <laughs> so we was talking, talking. So before I went to the house, I said, I'm going to call you back. I'm going to call your mom. Sorry. So the next day, I get up, leave the house. I asked her, was she hungry? She said, yes, yeah, she's hungry. She said, where you coming from? I said, VA. She said, VA? I said, I ain't say, I said, yeah, you got a problem with VA? She said, no. Nah. She said, what part of VA you coming from? I said, through Crystal City. She said, can you go to Hops? All right. I'm with the Hops three times, y'all. Wow. This was for some cat. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. How far is it? What, what, Dale City? I mean, uh, what, Hops? Yeah. Yes, from where you was at and from where she was at. I was, in, I was coming from where I'm at now, Dale City to Alexandria, like 10, 15 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when coming, I stopped at Hops three times. She won so, the same shit three times. I don't care what the fuck you want. I'm trying to get that cat. Okay? Okay. <laughs> so it's Friday. Do the same thing. She said she's going back to work. She said, What you doing? I said, I'm gonna be out here. She said, I'm gonna call you when I get off. I said, Bet. So I go back on 22nd Street with Kid. My rest of my man, we smoking and drinking and shucking and jiving. And then my phone go off. It was her. She said, Hey, I'm like, Hey, she said, I'm about to get off. I said, I'll be, I'll be down there. Hey, I bawled out. Got in front of the shop. She came out. She had like a soccer mom car. I'm following up uh, M.O.K. She live on Dan, uh, Danbury. So she made that left from Danbury. She came back to my truck, said she about to go change. All right, so I'm laid back. Only thing she changed was her shirt and her shoes, okay? Now when she come out, she got like a button up. She buttoned them halfway. She got a tattoo in the middle of her chest. I love females with tats. So when I seen that tattoo, I was like, oh my God. So she tried to jump in the pack and said, nah, hey, come drive. She's like, you want me to drive? I said, yeah, but you scared. She said, nah, we drive. I get in the passenger seat until she makes a right and she pulls out. She can handle this truck. So I laid back. We went to Adams Morgan. We went to Georgetown. We're drunk. She drove back. Now we get back to her house. She said, you want to come up? In my head, I was like, do I want to come up? Yeah. So I said, yeah, I'll come up. So we go in the house. She's walking in front of me. I'm like, damn, you. And I had a condom in my pocket, okay? 
That's the crazy part. Wow. So I give her a J. I roll another J. We done smoking. And prior to this, I told her I was a masseuse. Okay? <laughs> so we in the living room. She's like, yeah, can, you, can you massage my back? Because my back been killing me. And my head like, yeah, all right. <laughs> so she lay down. So I'm cranking her back. So then I tap her shoulder. She turned around and said, what? I said, hey, I can't really get into it because you got to take your shirt and your bra off. You know what I'm saying? She said, oh, for real? So I said, for real. So she got up. She popped everything off. You got a tattoo wrapped around her waist. So when I seen that tattoo wrapped around her waist, I was like, Jesus. So then I'm cranking her. You love tattoos, what? right? This is I love it. Yeah. I, I, I got a fetish for them because I got 16. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I got a fetish for them. So I'm cranking her back out, right? I pull her, I pull her jeans off. I pull my shorts off. I pull her panties off. I pull my boxes off. And then without no condom, I had unprotected sex with her. And I ate her box. Okay. And we was doing this for about almost two years. On a, on a, on a good week, on a bad week, we only do it like two, three times a week. On an excellent week, we had sex seven days a week. You know what I'm saying? Right. So then I was on High Street with Greece. So Greece said he about to stab out. So before it's Greece stabbed, I said, Greece Mahana, I said, what? I said, you know, you know, girl named see Greece knows you karma. Know, you wanna know how Greece knows Karma, because, right? He knows huh? karma, right? Yeah, he oh god damn it, right. Uh, uh, we got you. This we got you, we go edit it. You got it. I, I caught another one too. You good though. I all I'm right. gonna get them all out of there. We'll be Please fine. get it out of there. Okay. I, I know it, I know it, bro. All right. Karma. I said, hey, you know Karma? He said, Karma, put that in your shop? I said, yeah. He said, Mo. He said, I said, what? He said, Mo, strap up. Pause. I'm already in the pussy. That was called denial. Because see, when you're dealing with HIV and you don't know you got it, but you just find out that somebody got it, a motherfucker will be in denial. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Correct. Who won't be in denial? Okay? Right. Now, my other girl, I'm not gonna say her name, because I used to deal with her, and I used to have unprotected. So when this other girl, we was talking, and she said, you, I gotta tell you something. I'm like, what? She said, you know, karma, they saying she got that bug. Here comes denial mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. I said, hey, I've been strapping up. And she said, okay, because I know how you go. I said, Slim, I'm strapping up. All right. Next call. Her brother. We was talking. We was talking. Before he got the phone, he said, hey, what? You know they saying Carmen got that bug? I said, dog, what? Been strapping up. He said, all right. That was three people that tried to forewarn me. But see, wow. them forewarns, they came too late. See, I can't judge them for telling me when they told me. You know what I'm saying? I right. should have been wearing, I should been wearing a condom from the giddy up. I'm just a nasty dude. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and then sir. Techno, and then technically, I wanted to have a my crazy ass wanted to have a baby by this crazy bitch. For what reason? I don't know. Just wanted to make a baby. So now we're in the year. Females come on their period every month, right? Right. So sometimes she come on late. So the days that she come on late, I'd be like, yes. Then all of a sudden, can you, can you go to the store, give me some pads? I was like, fuck. So then later on, I started telling myself, dog, your shit might not work no more. Hey. Hey. Right. So, so then one day she left her daughter with me. She went to work. So I need to go get my shape up on Good Hope Road. So I make that right on Alabama Avenue. Keep in mind, 
her ex-boyfriend was at the halfway house, Langston Lane. I used to be in the halfway house too, so I know the rules. I know that in the morning, people there can leave. So this one morning, I'm in the bed, and she's all jazzed up, tight jeans, heels, shirt tied in the back, everything. So she answers the phone, and, her, and she's going to answer the phone speaker. Like, bitch, you wanted me to hear that shit. So the nigga said, you still coming? Her response was, yeah. That's another part. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, that was another part of my investigation. You know what I'm saying? I'm a good investigator. Hey, don't fuck with me. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to crack this case. So I didn't say nothing on that one. So then when we, me and Nardet was in the car, when I bucked that red on Alabama, I thought I seen Chico. And how I know that Nardet thought she seen Chico, but I could, if y'all could see my face, the way she turned her head in the car like this, and when she spin it back, I said, Nardet, she said, huh? I said, look, tell me what I need to know. And this is the part I feel bad on, and I still ain't to get her nothing. I said, tell me anything I need to know, and I'll buy you anything from this store. Little girl's like eight, seven, okay? Yeah. So she's like, okay, I'll tell you. All right, go ahead. We picked Chico up from school, AKA the halfway house, okay? We went to AJ Wright, bitch, we used to go to AJ Wright. We went to Burger King, motherfucker, we used to go to Burger King. And then we went to my godmother's dad shop, Al Merlin, bitch. Did we go out there too? All right. So now I got to get my shape up. So I was in, you should have seen how I was in that, that barber chair. I was, like, I was ready to kick. So when I was done with my shape up and we walked into the car, I called her. And her response was this. I said, hey. I said, hey. I said, look. Do you love me? Carmen said, I love you. I said, nah. I don't think you heard me. So I'm going to say it again. Do you fucking love me? Karma said, I fucking love you. I said, all right, well, you fucking love me? I'm about to pull up. Come get your daughter. Hey, you know your daughter just threw you under the bus? Motherfucker, she told me you seen Chico. She told me y'all went to AJ Wright. She told me y'all went to Chanel's dad shop. Come get your child. So she came out. I don't know what the fuck she said. I know she, oh. she Yeah, she scored her daughter, okay? But see, I didn't come home that night because I had other arrangements. I had some go out to go get some other pussy. Okay. All right. So I went to that other pussy, came back the next morning. I'm still mad. Then I started working with DC Board of Election. On this day, we had to work late. And then on this day, Slim said this to me. And all right, I. I, I didn't so you and Karma is at a, in a relationship at this time. Yeah, we was in a full blown very relationship. serious relationship. A serious don't. I used to take it to my son's basketball games, football games, and a couple of people from Alexandria knew her because they used to get their hair done at that shop. Oh, one of the girls so I was having, I, I was busting up, knew of her. You know what I'm saying? She, so you already had broken up with Melissa. Melissa, I mean, I've I, I been. Fuck Melissa, junkie. She a cold stone junkie. Uh, I was just with her for the money. Uh, I was just with Melissa for the money, the finances. You know what I'm saying? That's how I got the truck and everything. Do Melissa. I say Melissa's name. Who the fuck is she? You know what I'm saying? Right. So, oh, um, all right, so I was at work, and Slim called and said, you, what would it take for you to hate me? Keep in mind, bitch, you're on punishment. I shouldn't even answer the phone. You know what I'm saying? But I answered. Right. Now that I answer the phone, you, 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 you want to give me a demonstration like this? The shit was fucking weak to me because I'm a cold stone man. You know what I'm saying? Why, bitch, you should have waited until I got off. But see, she would have waited till I got off. She probably would have, I would have probably slid her shit. You know what I'm saying? So she was like, what would it take for you to hate me? I said, Karma, if you got something to say, I suggest you say it now. Go. 
bitch said, all right. She said, Hugh? I said, what? You remember all them things you was hearing about me? Yeah. It's true. And I'm sorry. Whoa, just like what? that? What? Hold on, hold on, what? hold on. Hold on. What? Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so, okay. So Tell we you. find out, so we find out that she's, um, we find out that she's uh, promiscuous in these streets at the time. So you ask like, yo, I'm hearing things. I know things from my own self. Man. And, and how did she present it to you? She said this. Listen, I, I can buy it. Look, <laughs> it feels like, like when I tell my story and I get to that part, I get these little chills through my body. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, that's one thing in my story that I can never forget. I would never forget that day. I don't know the actual date. I knew I was at and all that. But anyway, she says, what would it take for you to hate me? And I said, Slim, if you got something to say, say it. Go. She said, All right. she said, remember that thing you was hearing about me? Yeah, what's up with that? Since you want to talk about that now, what's up? She said, you, what? It's true, and I'm sorry. Bitch, what the fuck is you sorry for? Are you sorry because you think I got HIV, or are you sorry for your ex? Or sorry because she got caught. Or you got caught. She was playing with a cold stone man. I didn't have HIV. So watch this. So I get home, I said, look, when I get home and you act like you sleep, Slim, I'm going to rock that whole fucking building. And I hung up. Y'all think I went back to work? Fuck no. I had no. to sit in the corner. So my man said, you all right? Bread, no, 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 right now. You should make take your time, man. Take a 15 minute break. So I'm sitting in the corner, like, oh my fucking God. Not me. Hey. Got all work. I'm on 295. Ball out. Get the damn break. Go in the house. The bitch was laying on the. I said, you act like you sleep. I'm going to rock that whole building. She wasn't asleep. She was laying down. So I smacked the shit out of her leg. I said, Slim. Run that shit back again. The bitch ran the shit back again. Wow. Motherfucker. So you knew you had this shit. And you knew I've been fucking and sucking for almost two years. And now wow. you coming out telling me this shit. Then I said, hey, bitch, where the fuck you get this shit from? So then back then, back then she used to like to cry before she had, I said, bitch, don't cry. Just answer the question. She said, I got it from a guy. Is the nigga still alive? No. How he died? AIDS. I said, motherfucker. Wow. That's motherfucker. This was an impactive blow to you. I'm so talking about blows, 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 blows. Hey, pause. Rewind. So I used to be in, uh, uh, on Deuce Street with my homegirl out. So, you know. My homegirl mom, she said, you? I'm like, yeah, she said, baby, by all these stories I'm hearing about you, it sounded like you had enough pussy to last you a lifetime. Mm. Then look. Mm -mm -mm. Then look. Look what happened to the guy. Look at me. I struggle every day. This HIV shit is like a, it's like a third job for me. It's hard. This shit is rough. A lot of people are like, man, you ain't the same. I be like, motherfucker, I ain't supposed to be the same. Won't y'all niggas cross this line and come holler at me? See, because I ain't going to check for your, for your blood. I'm going to check for your mental. Because HIV for me is more mental. Fuck the blood and all that. The stigma is fucking us up, man. It's a bad stigma on HIV. And guess what? I'm cool with that stigma. What is that stigma? Oh, don't eat after him. Don't smoke after him. Girl, you know what he got? 
Like, look, I got a girlfriend right now. We've been together for 11 months. Wow, beautiful. Beautiful lady. So you probably go look on my page, YouTube, man. Yeah, I've seen her. I've seen her. We've seen them. Man, man. So one day I was on Facebook, right? So you know Facebook on your page, it says, friends you may know. I like looking at the friends you may love, okay? So yeah. On that, on my friends you may know, I said, I hit the pitch. I was like, I was like, ooh, damn. So I went to the next pitch. I was like, God, God. Third picture, I said, oh, nah, no. I must say something. So I, I can't let her go. I can't, I said, I can't let her go. Hey. So I jumped in the inbox and said, hey, how you doing? So right now she hadn't hit the friend button. So you know about Facebook, when that person is the in, the friend request button, you're gonna get an indication that you and Donna Smith are now friends. I got that indication. I look, I said, oh shit, I'm jumping in the inbox. I was like, damn, you ain't gonna call? She said, when? I said, now. She called me on Facebook. So now we're on face to face. So she was like, ooh. I said, what? She said, you look good. I said, thank you. Then her next comment was, oh, I'm trying to sit on your face. And I was like, my, my thing went up, okay? Boing. <laughs> I said, hey, Donna. She said, what? I said, look, I ain't gonna hold you, but you just made my man jump. She said, ooh. So I looked, I did, I did a quick glance of the room. I was at my homegirl. Everybody in my homegirl house knows I'm hit with, you know what I'm saying? I didn't look across the room to get verification from nobody. I had that option to look across the room. So after I looked out across the room, I said this. I said, Donna? She said, yeah. I said, 10 years ago, uh, I came across a vicious disease. What disease? HIV. She said, boy, stop lying. I said, well, I'm she lying. didn't believe you. Nah. Okay. I said, I'm not lying. She said, yes, you is. No, I'm not. Yes, you is. Donna. What? What average joke is in your neighborhood that's punk faking that they got HIV? And she said, oh, you do got it. I said, yeah. Yeah, I got it. So, Hugh, you just dropped a bomb on your current girlfriend about you being HIV positive. She thought you were like initially fucking around. Right. So how did that go? So we talk, we talk, we talk. Eventually I get off the phone, okay? All right. You know she got low on me for two days. She did not answer my calls. She blocked me from Facebook calling and Instagram. So now wow. it's Friday. So I told my homegirl and they, I, I was screaming, she ain't gonna call. My homegirl and they said, boy, she's gonna call. Now we're walking to the Walmart. I get a text. Now, now at this point, I had deleted her number on my phone. I was done. Cause I keep dealing with, I keep, I was at, I was at a point where females will be attracted to me. But I hadn't told him yet. So my whole plan was when I get a, I get a girl, I be trying to take him out. That I be thinking I'm going to tell him while I be out. You know what I'm saying? My homegirl, Danette, said, Holmes, you can't do it that way. Because what if that girl wanted to take you home and have sex with you and then you get the house and now you're going to break down what you got? You can't do it that way. You have to tell these females of bucks. All right, so that's why I that's did true. It. That's why I did it out off way. rip. It gotta be off rip, right? It's, it's, it's gotta yeah. be everything. It's gotta be off rip. Because he, this is what I hate. You got motherfuckers out here in Virginia, Alexandria. People got it, but ain't nobody stepping up. No one stepped mm. up. Everyone's <laughs> afraid. People are afraid. That's the stigma. See, I'm not afraid of no stigma. Because I got it, I'm cool with it, but really I ain't cool with it. Because every day when I wake up, I don't want this shit. If I can trade it in, I trade it in. But you can't trade this shit in. Right. You're going to die with that shit. And I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? 
Sure. All because, all because of fuck bitch. Fuck my whole shit up. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Now, he so can I ask you? Do you yeah. have children? Oh, my God. Uh, hey, I got four. I got a 21-year-old daughter, Imani. I got a rude rapper son, Jamari. Then I got another son, 19-year-old, Jalen. And last but not least, I got a nine, about to be 10, Mason. When I, are, when any I of your, are any of your children from Karma? Fuck no. She okay. wouldn't get pregnant. She wouldn't get pregnant. That's right. She wouldn't get pregnant. Now, another question here. Did you how did you open up to your kids? Oh my god. And gosh. when did you open up to your kids? Mm. How was that for you? How was that journey for you mm. with your children? So I think I was at the I was in Fairfax Hospital for four months, about to die. Wow. My T-cell count was a six. Your T-cell count got to be over 200. Right. I was at a six. I couldn't even walk. Wow. So I was how, like how, far, how far into your infection is this? What do you mean like how far? Like, like how long had, had you contracted it when you was in the hospital like this? Oh, nine. So before I went to the hospital, we wanted to take. So I moved back from my dad. So I went to my dad's house, right? Because my, my, right. my homegirl. She had put me out because she said I can't really pay the rent. Hold on, we have to go back further. What what was life like when karma breaks it down to you? Where do you go from there? I was I was delusional. I was like lost. Where I didn't want to physically, not mentally. Where were oh, yeah, you physically? Oh, yeah. physically? Like you know what I'm saying? Physically. Like because then, if I'm not mistaken, didn't you have to like stay with her? Yeah. So physically, I was good. You know what I'm saying? So then she was like, um, won't you just go get tested? I said, bitch, say that shit again. Say it again so I can fuck your shit up. I said, motherfucker, ain't nothing wrong with my skin. I'm not losing weight. Motherfucker, you don't understand. At this point, I didn't, I didn't want to know about, I knew about HIV, but I didn't want to know about deaths of it. You know what I'm saying? So you didn't want to accept it. I didn't want to accept it. Thank you. Right. Who wants to, who wants to accept that? Nobody. This shit is a life changing experience. Yes. So I was like, bitch, say that shit again. I said, motherfucker, I'm not losing weight. I ain't doing none of that. So then I said, motherfucker, she wasn't even taking her medicine. Wow. She was so neglecting her herself. Yeah, so that was part of my investigation too. So, but she had two cars. So one day she leaves one car. She at work. The keys on the table. I go in the car, check the glove department. I check the trunk under the seat, side of the doors. Nothing. Go back in the house. Check the glove. I mean, the medicine cabinet. Nothing. I check the pocketbooks. Nothing. I go in the closet. She got a bag for the letters from Chico. Oh wow. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that goes when I called the letters. I said something. I said, hey, I heard Chico about to come home. So I said, so what the fuck you going to do with me? You going to roll with him or you going to be with me? Bitch said, I'm going to stay with you just before she fucked him. All right, cool. As soon as you get out, you fucked him. So then when she fucked him, I said, bitch, did y'all wear a condom? She said, yeah. I said, how the fuck you know you had a condom on? You didn't even know I had a condom on. Like, you just, like, shut the fuck up. You don't know when a nigga got no condom, even though female's supposed to know. You ain't know. Now, Hugh, can I ask you a question? So, live, can I ask you a question? Sure. Do females know if a man has on a condom or not? Of course we do. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. At all times. What? You become ignorant if you want to be unaware or you just not, are you acting delusional but at all times when yeah we know of course okay. you can even feel it definitely it's a whole it's a whole different feeling dog yes it is and that, that's a whole what different I was, feeling. I, I was i was chasing the feeling right now hugh can i ask you a question sir sorry to no. interrupt you no 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 i want to know when did you 
gather up your inner strength and decided to go test yourself. And when you noticed the, the response of your testing coming back, how did you feel and how did you react? And what was your steps after that? Oh, this is when I was doing my dad. So okay. I, my brother-in-law, I remember this very vaguely. He took me to the Juniper Clinic. And I went at office and Ashley Owens took my blood, okay? Okay. So when they take the blood and if it comes back, you know they have to give it to the who? The health department. Yes, they do. Okay. Keep in mind, the health department been calling my dad's house. Luckily, I moved back with my dad. Right. I remember this phone call. I was in my dad's room. He answered the phone. He was like, hey. He said my first name. No, he was like, hey, is Mr. Anker there? My dad said, yeah, this is him. Then he was like, yeah, is Hubert there? My dad said, yeah, he's right here. Hold on. So I take the phone. I said, hello? He said, hey, how you doing? I said, yeah, who's this? He said, so-and-so from the health department. Uh-oh. Shock mode. Health Whoa. department? The health department, I ain't saying that to him, I'm saying that to y'all. The health department, so I was like, right. that's, that's when I got mad. I was like, yeah, what's up? He said, yeah, I'm just calling to um, notify you that you got HIV. I said, what? That motherfucker wow. said, calm down, calm down, get to Fairfax Hospital and get the proper treatment the motherfucker had to say that shit three times you know what i'm saying of course he was in shock technically health department y'all was not supposed to do that but see it's not over the me. phone that nah, was very unprofessional it's, it's too late for me to do a lawsuit because i don't know the person's name i don't know they kept records you know what i'm saying right. so i had to take that i had to take that hit so what did i do next I get my phone back to my dad. My dad said, who was that? Denial. I said, oh, telemarketing. My dad said, okay. Keep in mind, my dad had a stroke in 1998 when I had my daughter. My dad's whole left side is paralyzed, okay? Yeah, you I didn't need to give him more of an impact. Yeah. So I, go down I understand you. I'm pacing my dad's kitchen like this. This is exactly what I said. I said, no, not me, not the guy. And then watch this crazy ass shit I said. I'm worrying about some pussy. Nigga, you just got a call that you got HIV. Nigga, your shit's sick. Anywho, I said, damn, what about the bitches I ain't fuck? Fuck. What about the bitches I did fuck? Shit. What about my kids? Then I said, oh, my kids gonna be good. Then I said, oh, fuck, no, my kids not gonna be good. I went through all these emotions, man. And then my skin. I was peeling like a snake. Wow. I was peeling like a snake. I was losing hella weight. One day my sister came to the house. I came upstairs. I'm in the living room. My sister looked me up and down. She said, you. I said, what? You was losing weight. She said, what's wrong? I said, Mitch, I don't know, but I don't feel right. So my, my sister worked, used to work at a dermatologist. So my brother-in-law would drive out. So they lived in Bristol, Virginia. I didn't leave Bristol, come all the way to Alexandria, pick me, take me to the dermatologist to stand in the fucking box for like a minute. Then after that minute, he brings me back home. Then I'm getting sicker and sicker. So on this day, now, I, I, now, I, now, now, what do you mean by sicker? Like, is that this... I was feeling weak? Mm. I was feeling weak. I, I didn't want to get out of bed. I was down, but I knew what I had. You know what I'm saying? Right. You wasn't getting any treatment though, right? No. You never went to start getting treatment. You was just in denial and uh, you just kept living life until. Yeah. So one day, watch this. So one day I was in Lamar Plaza with Karma. So she went to such one delight. So I can see through the tunnel. I see my best friend. So I ran through the tunnel, said, Tahani. She looked, she said, you? She came in and hugged me. 
And then later on, I, so that little paper, that little interview that I sent you, tap, tap, that was my best friend. She oh, said, you, okay. on that day, when I seen you at Lamar Plaza, do you think you had HIV? I said, Tani, yeah. She said, you, I could tell. Because I had a, like a look, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out like to Tahani, movie. man. That's how I. Uh, that's actually how I found you. I don't know how I started following Tahani, but um, shout out to her, man. I follow all her shit. Uh, yeah. I support yeah. all her shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, so she was. I could tell. So then when I got to the hospital, we hooked up. She did my first live. No, no, no. I, I went to TC. I did some other junk, but like, but like on a sit down, Tahani sat down with me at Panera Bread, you know what I'm saying? And asked me questions and answers. And I did it. So now we're working on, she's trying to do a documentary on me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what's up. She said now she's you. Yeah. So when did you get to tell your children when okay, did you okay, gather okay, okay. them all together? Okay. And no, no, I didn't do it like that. I didn't do it like that. I didn't do it like that. I had to call them like one by one. Okay. Right, so I called, I was talking to the mom first. So I said, Ron, yo, did you tell Jay? Tell him what? Motherfucker, what I got? That motherfucker said, yeah. I said, good God almighty. Like, who authorized you to do that? She right. said, boy, let me, tell, let me tell you something. You know how your son is. So every time, they used to come up to the hospital. She said, every time we leave that hospital, Jay be like, Mom, when my dad come home, Ron say, Jay, he'll be home. So it got so thick, and I know my kids. You know what I'm saying? This is my first, yes. this is my first baby mom. That's, no, this is my second baby. No, no, that's my first baby mom. So Jamari and Imani, they used to always be like, Mom, well, dad good. And it was getting too thick. So Jamie told him. So when she told me that she told him, I said, where's your mind? Mind, your dad on the phone. Money came to the phone. I said, mind, hey, hey. I said, mind, you know Maggie Johnson? Yeah. You know what Maggie Johnson got? No. I said, Maggie Johnson got HIV. Oh, Marty, yeah. Sorry, I'm finding out that you know I got HIV. Yeah. Where your brother at? Right here? Jamar. Yeah. Dad. Yeah. Yo. Yo. I heard that you heard that I got HIV. He said, yeah. All right. Call you back. Second baby mom. Wrong. Yo. Did you tell Jay? She said, hell no. You want to talk to him? Yeah. Jay. Yeah. Phone. See, Jay's emotional. He's emotional, you know what I'm saying? He's still my right, son. Right, he's sensitive. He's real sensitive. Okay. So, I told him. And the young boy cried. Uh -huh. So I had to console him. Right. Even though I'm doing it through the phone, because I ain't got no car, I ain't got no license, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not allowed to go get on no train, no cab, and gather up. I tell y'all, that's what these phones are for. I did it that way, I did it that way. So the young boy cried. So I said, Jay, don't do that, home. Don't you dare cry. Because your dad is going to be all right. So when I did that, that speaking engagement at TC, guess who was there? Both times. Jalen. See, Imani and Jamari never heard me speak. They never heard me. Wow. Hmm. You know? Right. And your siblings, when did they find out? My sister knew. My older okay. sister knew because she's the one that, she was there for me. Okay. okay. Paul. So one day, I was staying with my sister, right? I come from, you know, a, a rendezvous. I get to the door. My sister had the door unlocked. I come in. I'm in the living room. I'm about to go to bed. My niece is not in the house. So my sister was like, Jacqueline, stop it. So I got like, what? So Missy came out in the kitchen. She's right there in front of the sink. 
She said, Jacqueline, I thought I told you to stop. So I was like, oh my God. So I crept to my, my sister went in her room and closed the door halfway. And the bathroom was right across from her room. So when I'm creeping to her, to the door, I look in the bathroom. Why my sister take a whole rack of prescription drugs? Hey, had to call my mom and my stepmom. I mean, my stepdad. Mom said, hey, open that back door. We're not coming through that front. I said, back. They came and got her. They took my sister to the hospital. They pumped her stomach. Now watch this. See, me and my sister, we got a, like a funny type of relationship. Because, okay. because when Mitzi came home, you think Mitzi said, Hugh, thanks for saving my life? Nah. Nope. You think when I came home from the hospital that said, Mitzi, thanks for saving my life? Nah. Because that's the relationship we got. I don't even talk to my sister. And she lives right up the street somewhere. That's crazy. So when did you start your um so when did you start your brand and your advocacy, man? Let's bring it all back around. All right. So my man Tanner. Hey, that's where I got the name from. I called Tanner one that's the Tanner. He said, yo. I said, dog, look, I'm right. I'm, I need some work. He said, what you mean? I'm trying to do some shirts and everything, man. But I need a name. Tanner said, hold on, let me think of a name for you, dog. Let me think of I got my contribution to humanity. I said, nigga, say that shit again. My contribution to humanity, MC2H. So we went to the shop. So you went up to the shop up the street from my house. He was like, papers, I'm just my man. You, you trying to drop something for paper. I need to drop two lines. You drop, uh, no weapons formed against me shall prosper and something else. He said, this is my man. You, you go and tell me your store. I said, hey, paper, how you doing? I said, I'm trying to do my own line. He said, what's your line? My contribution to humanity, MC2H. He said, what's that supposed to mean? I said, well, look, a few years back, I came across a vicious disease. I got HIV. He said, I bet. So he did one shirt. So I had one shirt. So after that one shirt, I went back. To, I'm not talking about, man, y'all was doing hella numbers. I go to Walmart and get my hoodies and take it to the shop, and they drop it, like $15 a, a, a sweatshirt and shirts, okay? Okay. So that, when I was doing all that shit, I'm talking about, I was, I was going out of control. I had orders that I couldn't even fulfill. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and so then I did another one. Then I came back and did another one. And then I did another one. And then another one. But see, it takes money to do that. You know what I'm saying? Of it course. Bread. And right now, I ain't got no bread. I have no bread. I have nothing. But see, I got my life. I have a home. I have my story. But I ain't got no bread. But I'm used to having bread. See, my problem is when I get money, I be blowing it like, like, like I'm hustling. I can't blow my money like that. I get like 500 in Social Security, then I get another 500 because I work for like a nursing agency. So that's a stat. Well, if I, 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 I would, if I, if I was, if I didn't have this in the stack, I'm going to get it right back because I'm hustling. I don't even hustle. What's I next for you? What's, what's I, I next for smoke. you, you? Huh? What's next for you, man? What's next? I'm gonna do this documentary. Um, I just want I got I got to maintain my own. I still got a story to tell. That's I got right. life. That's I right. Just wanna, I just want I just tell you all the truth, and I know it's not gonna happen. I just want to live. I am living a regular life. Yeah. I want to live a life HIV free. I just want to live like a HIV free life. It's not fair, but then again, right. it is. Then again, it is because I'm gonna tell y'all something too. It's gonna sound real scary. I said this at Mount Jesuit Church toward the end. I said, "Look, I'm gonna tell y'all something. I don't know y'all gonna agree, but I'm about to say it." So I said this. I always knew I was gonna catch HIV. You always knew, in a yeah. deep, in a, in yeah. a deep view, knew. Yeah, because the way I was having sex, 
Do you, do y'all know what a double header is? What's a double header? A double header is you got two female. You got two females one night. I fuck one girl at six, and by nine ten, I'm in another female. That's a double header. Like a basketball game. So that that used to be your lifestyle prior to karma. Yeah. Okay. So you see why I told him I knew I was gonna always catch it, right? You should have heard the people in the crowd. I was like, "Oh my God, did you already know said, girl." So you always had an inner knowing. Your yeah. higher self always let you know. Yeah, but okay. even though I had a higher whatever you just said, why would I stop? I was chasing that feeling. It got to a point that if I did put a condom on, I wind up taking it off. Do you have any regrets from your past lifestyle or not no more or not at all? Like now as we speak, I ain't got no regrets because it was a learning experience. Amen. I can't, I don't have regrets. I can better myself. I can put myself in a better position. I have no regrets. That's Where do you get your inner strength from? The from will to keep pushing keep from pushing God. through in life. That's from right. God. See, I don't play with God. I used to play with him. Right. When I said play, I was having unprotected sex, double headers. I used to abuse females. Why was I doing that? Ego tripping. See, when you ego trip, you, you, and then and then niggas was trying to get me, I used to have to walk around with a gun. I used to walk around with, with a gun in my book bag. That's ego tripping. Yeah. See, I don't ego trip no more. And watch this. Niggas, if you had beef with me and you, you know, hey, look, I suggest... You don't fuck with me. Because if you do, I'm going to bite the shit out of you. And I know That's I'm going to That's the only go- weapon you need. Look, I know I'm going to go to jail, right? All right. But guess what? What? Your ass going to be nicked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The stigma, mm-hmm. the stigma will, will, it fucks me <laughs> up. The, the, the stigma will fuck that person up. Oh my God, yep. nigga, Billy, I got eight guys. No, nigga. Yeah. You ain't gonna catch you like that. You had to go back to the hospital every three months, you scary ass bitch. That's what you get. That's why I say don't fuck with no HIV advocate. Yeah. You know what I, I do I do wanna ask in closing, um what do you think living living this 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 life that you're living and um learning everything you've learned um what is your contribution to humanity Hugh my contribution is to spread the word mm. I, 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 but I can't do it by myself mm. exactly it takes a, what they say it takes a village but where I'm at the villages have these motherfuckers if you do got it motherfuckers don't even talk about it they tucking. They, they be tucking their tail. Was you tucking your tail when you was fucking? No. You ain't tuck it? See, I, I believe I'm not, I would never tuck it because I exposed myself before I caught it. So I felt that I'm exposed myself. Pause. I'm going to tell you another thing. When I was in Fairfax Hospital, you know when you, they say you hear God? That be your own yeah. voice, right? I had two hours. It was late, too. It was like 2, 3 in the morning. So when I heard my own voice, it was like he said this. Son, what are you going to do when you get about this hospital? My response was like, what? Huh? I looked at him, I was like, what the fuck was that? So I looked at my IV, I said, man, just go away. That voice went away. A couple of days later, he came back. I felt I was prepped up. This is what I told him. I said, Lord, I need your help getting about this bed. I need your help explaining to these females that I was with. And last but not least, help me be an HIV advocate. Soon I got to the hospital. I'm with the TC Williams. Shout out to Dawu. 
took me to Mr. Shahi. Shahi came out with Mr. J, gave my story. Shahi stopped me and said, no, huh, that's enough. Can you come back up here next Wednesday at 3 o'clock? Sure will. And that's the first person that cracked me off $30 and he fed me. Wow. 30 Then a couple months later, he called me again. Come back up here. He said, kids said, he said, hey, look, we all want to come in. They was like, man, bring that nigga half back. I know you got a second half of that story. And that's how he told me to come back. And I came back. See, I love being an HIV advocate. I love talking, too. Oh, I've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> now, you are you doing this? Are you, are you being, are you, are you an HIV advocate across all boards? Do you go to high schools and speak to kids no, I've been to, I've and tell them to, your I've story? I've been to high schools. I've been to churches. That's great. I've been to radio shows. Beautiful. And I'm not done. That's right. This COVID-19 is slowing me up. Right. It's slowing everybody up. Yeah, man. But we're here to help you through different avenues. Definitely. Yeah. You know, I'm here. I'm here. Whatever you need on my end. Documentaries right. and all that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to reach out to Tahani myself and let her know any, any footage, audio you need from over here. Like, she could get, y'all could get whatever on my end, man. Word up. Yo, now, Hugh, yeah. have, you ever thought about, have you ever thought about writing a book? I think you will make a great author. Guess what? I just told Trent, uh, the co your host, that Tony said you bumped that book. But I'm still trying to do the book. See, I need a, I need a, I need a fucking uh, uh, publisher, a, a writer, a writer, you know, a ghostwriter. Yeah, but you know, Tony got her own publisher. She got a book right here. It's called Lust Now, Cry Later. Tony has a book. Right, the book is right here in front of me. Yeah. Yeah, she do. You know what I'm saying? She has a published novel. Yeah, she's a published oh, author. Yeah. And she works for Yandy. You know Yandy, Love and Hip Hop? Yeah. Yes. That's who she works for. And that's who she okay. did that article for. Okay. So, yo, man, I want to... um. I want to gratefully and graciously thank you, man, so much for coming on the on the show, brother. Like, yes, sir. It's been a uh, it's been a, an amazing experience. I'd love to have you back on. You know what I'm saying? Like these is these is the moments right here why I even do this shit. You know what I'm saying? To um to have the opportunity to allow great people like yourself to. To, to tell their stories and you know what I mean educate others out here man that's what that's what the tramp is all about yeah they go to honey book right there shout out to her man that's I'm telling you that's how I got up with you um let's now cry later yeah I gotta scoop one of those my own self man word up but yo Hugh again man anything else how can, how can we uh reach out to you your social media is on that let everybody know all right, social media, you can hit me on Facebook, Ni Ankara, and on Instagram, I'm Mr. Ghana Man 42. Okay. And where do people get your t-shirts from? Where how can they get your t-shirts? Are you still making those or right now you stop production? Production has been stopped. Okay. But it ain't nothing. Right. It ain't nothing. I just gotta get some money. Right. Do you have a PayPal or Cash App? Yeah, I got Cash App. So what's the Cash App account? Oh, uh, my Cash App is dollar sign half twenty. Okay. Cause you know what everybody my heard that dollar sign half twenty. If you want to contribute to we'll Mr. Sure Hugh Andrew, please. In the show notes as well. You know what I mean? Right. They'll be in the show notes as well. Um, and look, before y'all go, listen. Let me tell y'all something real quick. Y'all and and and, and y'all can see it right here. Hef is tatted on my wrist. Hef is who? Hugh Hefner. Right. My alter ego. And that's who you used to live through. Yeah. Before, before your experience with karma, yeah. huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, when we got some tales and 
Y'all want to know where my body count is at right now? What? Estimate guess. 326. Wow. That's like 150 a year. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. It is. Now it's crazy. And today, how do you feel internally and physically? I mean, internally, physically, I feel like Mayweather. Okay. That's a beautiful thing. But my legs, <laughs> like, like, I get tired real quick. I ain't got the stamina. Right. You know? So TV, Hugh Ankara, I want to thank you guys so much for uh, joining me on the Tramp Talk podcast. Remember where you heard it first. This is D, International Sunny G, coming at you live. Tramp Talk.